Hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dr. Louise, and I'm the founder and CEO of Empowerment Through Thought. I help the survivors of narcissistic abuse be confident, reclaim their identities, and move forward from the past. Now, in today's episode, I want to challenge you a little bit. I want to challenge you. I want I want you to consider something that I bet you have not considered before. Okay, I want you to consider the idea that you do not have to make progress on your healing journey. You do not have to make progress. Now, I know this is, this might be a surprising thing to hear from me. It might be surprising to you um, because, you know, I work in the narcissistic abuse recovery space. And I bet you listen to my podcast in part because you are interested in healing from your experiences with narcissistic abuse or with toxic people in general. And, you know, I am, I am here for that stuff. I'm here for healing on the journey. However, I think that as a group, um, I've really noticed lately, there are a lot of us in the survivor space that are putting a lot of pressure on ourselves, a lot of pressure. Okay. And what that looks like, um, at least in so far as I've seen it is, you know, maybe, maybe you're feeling like, oh, you know, it's the holiday season, right? I'm, I'm recording this right now. It's November 11th or sorry, November 14th. <laughs> I can read a calendar. I swear. <laughs> um, it's November 14th and American Thanksgiving is coming up, um, in the not so distant future. And of course there are those big Christmas holidays, um, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, we got New Year's, there's a lot of stuff. Maybe maybe you're interested in Yule, like there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And this is a time of year where um, we tend to have feelings as survivors, especially as survivors who had um, narcissists in our family, right? If, if the person, if the narcissist that abused you in your life was a family member, this can be a really rough time. And you might be looking at your journey and be thinking about your previous experiences in the holiday season. And you might notice, hey, I'm doing a lot better. You know, it's, it's easier this year. Or maybe you're feeling like, crap, it's exactly the same as it's always been. This is a horrible time of year. I'm feeling defeated. Or maybe you are looking at the things and you're like, wow, this feels worse. This feels worse than the past. All of those experiences are totally valid. And it really brings up this idea of um, progress, progress on the healing journey. What, what does progress mean? What does it look like? Um, should we pursue progress? Why should we pursue it? How should we pursue progress? And I think a lot of us kind of blindly, not without reason, not without reason. I don't think this is foolish, but I think sometimes we blindly assume that we need to constantly be working on our healing journey. We need to 100% of the time be doing something to advance our healing work, something to help ourselves feel a little bit more comfortable with the fact that 
our parent was abusive or something to help us improve the relationship dynamics that maybe we're repeating in new relationships, right? We have to be doing something so we can tolerate our abusive boss a little bit easier. And that is not a bad instinct, okay? It's a, it's a wonderful thing about you that you are eager to improve your relationship to all of these complicated things we face as the survivors of narcissistic abuse. However, one of the things we learn in philosophy is uh, there's no, no assumption that we cannot question. So my bet is as a survivor of narcissists who is in the, the space, the kind of space where you found my podcast, right? If you are in the space where you're actively looking for resources and looking for ways to heal, my guess is that you haven't ever challenged the assumption that you need to heal, that you need to heal right now, that you need to always be working in some way on your healing journey. My guess is that you just assumed, well, clearly I'm really busted. I'm broken. Look, look at the way my parents treated me. I can't be whole. I can't be enough. I, I have to, I have to learn to fix this. I have to, I have to repair the million ways my parents broke me. I have to, I have to find a way to prove that I'm good enough. I have to show the world that you can recover from this. I have to, I have to prove to myself that I am not just what my parents made me to be. You know, maybe you identify with some of those things and you know, I, I identify with some of those things. I definitely have lived a non-trivial amount of my life working hard to not be my mother. Um, my mother in particular uh, was so, her abuse was so egregious that I hate doing anything even vaguely like her. I, I just, I hate it. I'm like my, a lot of my energy in my life has gone towards making sure that I'm nothing like her. And I'm not going to throw shade at myself. <laughs> like it's not, that's a, that's a normal human reaction to being abused. That makes sense, right? We don't want to, we don't want to replicate the horrible, horrible crap that we've lived through. And that does make sense. And it does make sense that we want to, we want to work on our healing journey. Okay. But what I'm saying is it may not make sense for you to place so much on always advancing on your healing journey on always trying to grow, on always trying to be better. Okay, this goes against a lot of the advice you've heard. You know, if, if you if you exist at all on the internet in like the productivity or, pers or like personal development space, you will hear this consistent messaging that like, you know, always try to be better, always be making progress. You need to keep going. You need to, you need to heal. You need to get better. Just make today better than yesterday. Right. And you, you'll hear different levels of severity there. You know, you might find some more kind of toxic messages that are like, there are no excuses. Right. And those are tend to be like the, the gym bro kind of people that are like saying you have to exercise every single day of your life or you're a complete failure. Right. Like that's that's like an extreme end of it. There's also a more moderate end that's that's just kind of saying, like, always be trying to do better right? No matter how big or small that is. And I just want to, I want to throw the idea out there that maybe that's wrong. 
Maybe you don't always have to be trying to do better. Maybe you don't always have to be pushing growth. Maybe you don't always have to be trying to heal and trying to change your habits and try to be better than you were yesterday. Maybe it's actually okay if you just were the same as yesterday. Maybe that would be okay. I think it's really important that as survivors, we reclaim our agency. Okay, so that, if, if you're new here, hi, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. I talk a lot about the idea of agency. And agency is like our power to do stuff in the world. It's our power as an agent to actually do something. Uh, toxic people, narcissistic personality disorder, folks with this kind of issue, often take agency away from the people that they abuse. They seek to control us. They seek to tell us exactly what our lives have to be. And I think it's really important as a survivor that we learn how to reclaim our agency, that we no longer seek answers for what to do and how to do and how we should be and what the thing should look like from other folks, right? Whether that's our abuser, whether that's society or whether that's an Instagram person or whether it's a podcaster, you know, whoever. Right? I think it's really important that we make decisions about what we want to do because we want to do it, not because anybody else said it. Now, obviously, there are, there are limits to this, right? We can't, we can't exercise our full agency when it comes to things like paying taxes, right? We can't maybe exercise our agency as fully as we would want, depending on where we are and getting distance from our abusers, right? But I think as much as possible, we want to reclaim our agency as much as possible, wherever possible. And I think part of that process is really checking in with yourself and really seriously exploring whether you're doing it because you want to, because it feels right, because it feels good to you, or whether you're doing it because you're in a space that says you should. Okay. And when it comes to the healing work, when it comes to the healing journey, when it comes to this personal growth, all this hard, hard crap we got to do as survivors, I think a key question we have to ask ourselves is, do I, do I need to be working on my healing journey right now? Do I need to focus on this? Am I, is this really a moment in my life where I should be striving for growth? Or maybe is maintenance enough? Is this a period where I could keep it more minimal and just kind of chug along? Or is this a period where I can expand? I think that the holidays actually bring out um, some of the challenges with the way we're thinking about these things. Because holidays, you know, whether you participate in um, any of like the religious holidays or whatever, you know, th this time of year kind of acts as a marker for a lot of us, right? It indicates, you know, like, oh, I, I've been through this time period, this sort of thing many times in my life before. And so we think about, we naturally compare our current self to our past self. And that can bring up feelings of inadequacy really easily, right? If we think we're not as far along as we should be, if we think we need to push to be better, or maybe we want to make sure we're going to, we're going to force ourselves maybe to actually do better in some measure for this holiday season, right? 
it's natural. This stuff's really natural to have happen. But I want you, if you're going to go into that space, if you're going to do this comparison with your past self, I want you to remember that growth for the sake of growth is not always good. Okay, growth for the sake of growth is not always good. I think that there's a better way to approach our healing journey. I think there's a better way to approach how to make progress on these really deep, hard things that we survivors face in ways that actually respect our agency. And it's, it feels weird. It feels weird to say, right? It feels weird. I'm a coach, right? Like I, I help people make progress on their healing journey. So it's a little weird for me to be out here telling you like, maybe you don't need to do that. <laughs> maybe you don't need to make progress, right? It, it feels weird to me, but I also think it's 100% true. I think that there are progress, growth, this deep, difficult work is not right for every person at every moment on their journey. So when we're going to take a minute, hear a word from our sponsor. When we come back, I'm going to talk to you about when I think you might want to lean in to striving for growth as a survivor and when you might want to focus just on maintenance, maintaining the work that you have already done up to this point. And I'm hoping with this with this in mind, you'll be in a better position to, to know whether is this a holiday season you really want to push yourself? Is this a holiday season you kind of want to relax a little bit, just focus on maintaining and maybe maybe give you some guidance on how to be kind to yourself as you notice how this end of the year season is going for you, um, you know, in this moment in time compared to those moments in your past. So let's hear a word from our sponsor. And then in the second half, I'm going to give you that, that criteria. Okay. So when, when is a time to push? and focus on that growth and deepen the healing journey and make all that progress? And when is it time to try to maintain? Now I'm gonna tell you some of my thoughts here, but I wanna remind you that you are the expert in you. You are the expert in your healing journey. You are the expert in understanding the nature of the abuse you experience. You are the expert in knowing what you need. Okay, so I'm gonna give you some things to think about but I want to discourage you from doing anything exactly the way that I'm talking, thinking about it, um, because you're different than me, <laughs> right? So think of this as a little food for thought, something to get those gears turning um, and less like an absolute recipe for you to follow. So if you don't know, when somebody reaches out to me um, saying that they, they want to work with me. Um, I always invite them to a complimentary call. So we hop on Zoom. It's an hour long call and I talk with them, right? I get to, I hear about where they are on their journey and what they're currently working on, what they're hoping um, to do, right? What they're kind of what their goals are right now on their healing journey. And I, I listen really carefully. I listen really carefully. And sometimes, um, based on that conversation, I, I share, you know, like, I, I think we could really be great together. I think you're at a perfect spot and you're really ready to start making some big, deep moves, 
and really, really advance. I think you're ready for the next level. And I think I'm the one that can help you get there. So that happens. That happens fairly often, I'd say. But there is a decent amount of the time I have those complimentary calls and I listen to this person and it strikes me that they are not quite ready. They haven't quite gotten there. And there's a lot of different reasons for that. And in those situations, I'll often uh, make a different kind of recommendation to that person on the call. Maybe I'll suggest, oh, you know, I think maybe um, trying therapy, maybe with someone who specializes in narcissistic abuse would be really helpful. Maybe I direct them to some of my free content, like this podcast, maybe to try to get them to think and maybe do some other things before they jump into that very personal coaching relationship. And you know, there, there really are different, different situations. Survivors are all over the map. We have a very long journey here. The healing journey is quite long. And there are naturally moments where it is time to grow. And there are moments where it is time to maintain. And, you know, it's important that you recognize where you are, right? The more you can understand that, the more you're going to be able to resist those messages you see on Instagram that are like, you know, understand the narcissist like this. Think about this part of your, uh, of your history of abuse. Think about dealing with your trauma this way. Think about this, think about this, think about this. Sometimes we need, we need silence. <laughs> Sometimes we need things to be quiet. Sometimes we are not in a place where getting all of those messages and focusing on this growth and thinking in all these different ways. Sometimes that doesn't serve us, right? So here are some signs that maybe trying to grow on your healing journey, trying to deepen the healing, really showing up and pushing and achieving those goals and stuff may not be right for you right now, okay? So one sign is that you're feeling overwhelmed. If you are feeling overwhelmed about any of the aspects of your life, that is a sign that you may not have the mental space needed in order to really achieve those deep levels of growth. The, really the deep healing, the deep stuff, the advanced stuff, it requires a certain state of mind. It's a state of mind where we can kind of play with ideas. It's a place where we are reasonably safe to feel some of the feelings that might come up. It's a place where we can really take input that people are giving us and really chew on it and let it sink in. If you are feeling extremely overwhelmed, um, you are unlikely to be in that mental state. Nothing wrong with that, okay? This is not a criticism. But we all go through periods of our life that are more or less overwhelming, right? As a small business owner, um, tax season is, is overwhelming to me, right? I have, like, I have to figure out taxes and I'm, I'm new at, at taxes in general, right? Like it's, it, it's overwhelming. That is not tax season for me is not a good moment for me to take on any deep, growth activities. It's just not the right time. I need to focus on the things that I need to focus on to take care of this other stuff so that I can then get to a place where I have a little bit more mental space. 
So feeling overwhelmed is a sign. Another sign that it may not be right for you at this moment is that as soon as you start to think about any of your experiences on, um, you know, throughout your abuse experience, right? If you start to think about any of it, maybe, maybe there are parts of it for all of us that are going to be like this, but you, you know, when your mind turns to any of that stuff in the past, you immediately want to start crying. You're immediately overtaken by these really deep emotions. To me, that's a sign that you're in a place that's a bit emotionally raw. And that is, that is a very important place that we all get to on the survivor journey. And that is a place we need to honor. Okay. That's not a time where we are ready to challenge ourselves. It's not good to take on big personal growth challenges when we're feeling so emotionally vulnerable, when even discussing some of these things is really bringing out huge feelings that need space. Okay. If, if you're experiencing that, a couple things might be true. You might need to get some support from a mental health professional. So you might seek out therapy. Another thing you might try to do is to gently allow yourself to have those raw feelings. Gently allow it, right? Just spend a little time. You don't have to push. You don't have to like try to deeply heal. You don't have to worry that you're broken or busted. No, no, no. Just allow yourself to have whatever reaction you're having to the experience. Try to try to let it happen in a non-judgmental way. Don't say it's good. Don't say it's bad. Just allow it to be. Okay, that is a really good sign that you are kind of in a maintenance phase. And what you want to do is just kind of like maintain this habit of letting those feelings exist right? That's important work. We need that work. That is not a moment to be pushing yourself and seeking growth. Growth for the sake of growth is no good. Okay. So you might be overwhelmed. You might have these real, be having these really intense, raw, emotional reactions. Another sign that you may not want to focus on growing on your personal healing journey is that you're feeling really scared. You're feeling scared. Okay. The, the fear is a really complicated emotion, right? I definitely have, have had points on my own journey where I felt like I could tell that I was like, I was like entering another level of healing. I could feel like I was kind of on the edge of it. And it scared me. It scared me because I felt like I was giving up deep things about my identity. It scared me because I was not very confident. I was really nervous. Like, I don't know if I can handle that. Like, I don't know if I can be that, that person. I can see she's coming on the horizon and whoo, that's scary. I, I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not feeling good. Now, sometimes that fear is indicating something really deep about yourself. Sometimes fear can kind of be an excuse for us. So fear is a really tricky one. When it's that really deep thing, when you're feeling really authentically deep in your body, you're feeling fear, you're feeling scared about your healing work. If that is authentic, then that is definitely an indication that you don't want to push, push, push. Your body is wise. You are wise. 
you are being told something through that fear. If I feel scared like that, to me, that's a hard indication that I just need to, I just need to hang out a little bit. I just need to maintain. Let me just exist in this space, just right where I am. Let me get comfortable here, right? Maybe the next level is not too far. Okay. But right now it, it's, it's terrifying to continue. So I don't want to, I don't want to scare myself. I don't want to like push myself into a place that I'm not ready to go. Instead, I'm going to respect that. And I'm just going to worry about maintaining where I'm at. We'll, we'll let the healing journey cool off. <laughs> we'll let it, we'll let it hang out, right? I'll, I'll put my focus on something else for a little while and then we'll come back to it and we'll, we'll recheck in, see if it still feels scary or not. So that's the authentic kind. That's when your body is really communicating fear because like there's a sign that we're not ready for the thing that that's coming down the pike. There is another way that sometimes we can feel fear that is a little bit more jumbled up with excitement, right? Our body understands excitement and fear. Like they kind of are similar experiences. So sometimes what happens is we feel afraid, but it's not a genuine fear about what's ahead. Instead, it's kind of this fear that's like, oh gosh, it, it's happening. It's happening, right? And like, we're just like, oh my God, it's happening. And it, it's usually, much, there's much less depth to it, right? It's not like a fear that's saying like, oh my God, I'm never going to be who I am again. <laughs> like it's, it feels like the end of the world. This is normally a much lighter kind of fear. That's just like, oh, it's, it's, ah, it's too much. Right. That kind of fear doesn't necessarily say whether you should maintain or you should push. That kind of fear is usually like a cover that our body is using to kind of slow us down a little bit. So you have to check in with yourself, right? You're the expert on you. You have to look and say, okay, where is this fear coming from? Is this really, is this really reflecting how I'm feeling about the whole thing? Is this really a sign that I need to maybe pause for a while? Or am I maybe feeling afraid just because it's different? Just because it's a little bit unknown, right? So I think that these are, these are all three signs that um, you might, you might need to slow down. You might need to put a pause on advancing the healing journey. It's important, I think, in, in the healing journey that we, we keep in mind, we have a maintenance job, right? When you've set boundaries in your life, when you are working on recovering from people pleasing, when you are working on building relationships with new people that are healthy and don't replicate problematic patterns of the past, you really, you really do have to maintain where you are. And that is okay. It is okay to decide, okay, right now this is just a maintenance phase. We're not trying to grow. And I would like to invite you to the idea that sometimes that phase where we're just maintaining isn't just for a couple weeks. Sometimes on our journey, we need years, years where we are just maintaining. There is nothing wrong with that. It is okay to take this healing journey at whatever pace suits you. It's more important that you are working on maintaining your journey based on what you want and need, not based on what somebody else said you should do. 
not based on your habits, but based on your intentional commitment to grow and advance right now or to maintain and relax right now. So if you are looking at yourself this holiday season and you are you are falling into that comparison thing that we like to do and you're looking at your past self and you're like, I am no better than my past self. I'm doing the exact same things I did last year. I, would, I just want to invite you to think about that as maybe an indication that this was a maintenance year, that you were maintaining. Maybe this wasn't one of those big growth years where you're making leaps and bounds on your healing journey. And that is okay. It is okay if you've just been maintaining. It is hard work to just maintain. That is no joke. So I think our goal should be as survivors to resist the temptation to go backwards resist um, losing the ground that we've already fought for, and maybe slow down our desire to jump through the healing process. It's a long journey. This is not, this is not a marathon, right? Or wait, is it is a marathon? I'm really bad at running analogies. <laughs> this is a long-term project, right? You're not going to take care of it in six months. It's going to take time. And what that time looks like varies from person to person. But if you are in a position where you are feeling overwhelmed, where you keep having these really raw emotions come up and kind of take over a lot of mental space, if you are really just not, you're feeling scared, you're feeling scared about the possibility of growth, these are all signs that it might be it might be good to slow down. It might be good. So I hope that you found this episode interesting. Um, it's kind of a thought that's been bouncing around my brain that maybe you don't actually need to be advancing your healing journey in this moment. I hope that it's interesting. I hope that it's helpful. And I hope that you guys can keep listening, keep tuning in, and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye-bye.